Hello. And welcome to the Still Unsponsored Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Zach. This podcast is about marketing, management, and other stuff. But tonight, specifically about running promos. Yeah. And basically crushing your numbers. Crushing. Exactly. So... Uh, this podcast is based off a presentation that I previously gave at Digital Summit uh, in Portland and will be giving next week, although when you hear this last week, I think, based on the schedule, uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina at Internet Summit. Oh, okay. I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had to adjust the times. Got it. So, Can you turn me down? This is really loud. Uh. Oh, your your headphones. Yeah. Thank you. How's that? That's much better. Okay. You're screaming in my ear otherwise. <laughs> I was like, I think your levels are right. We don't want to screw with that. No. Okay. I can hear now. Uh, okay. <laughs> um so we're we're not gonna do too much screwing around. We're just gonna jump straight into this. Yeah. Uh I would say like check out stillunsponsored.com because I will put up the deck. Uh this whole thing will make a whole lot more sense if you check out the deck. Um, or at least it'll be easier to take notes. But uh, we're going to discussionize what yeah. is normally me monologuing. Forcing website downloads and visits. We're not doing that tonight. Right. <laughs> what are we doing tonight, though? Uh, so the overview is we're going to talk about why we're going to do a promo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a playbook that is basically like the template that we use mm-hmm. uh, when we're executing promos at work. Mm-hmm. Um, and how specifically to execute these things. Cool. Um, so basically the way that these usually start is it's the end of the quarter and you get that call, which is, hey, the market's kind of hot right now. What can you do? Or, yo, uh, we're not, <laughs> maybe not yo, but we're not where we want to be numbers wise. What can you do to boost the numbers? Yeah. Um, and so from there, you need to kind of take a little pause and talk about what we're trying to do here. So we are trying to move the most units possible. Units, transactions, conversions. Uh, we will end up maximizing cash, but not on like an ARPS level, right? Uh, we want to use the sale or the promotion, whatever word you decide to use, to maximize awareness. Uh, we want to drive incremental units. So it's not just like close more it's close way more above and beyond what we would normally do or if you're business to business generate more leads so this is more for folks that are in very transactional based nature you know not necessarily contracts but more b2 more b2c you touch on a little bit more yeah especially in the holiday season kind of q4 we'll have some call outs that are like this is the b2b play yeah but for mo for the most part, this is a like a B to C yeah type thing yeah yeah. So note as we're moving forward, you know, you need to be aware of your margins, uh, and so we get into like the marketing life tips here, uh, which I like to say: keep your friends close and keep your finance people closer, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you know, greet them in the morning when you wake up, you know, before you talk to your spouse, <laughs> you know, just. Just mess your, message your finance person. Hey, good morning. How are the numbers? And then say good morning to your wife. <laughs> um, you want to go into the discussion of sales and promos, talking to your finance people, because it's going to disrupt the patterns that they normally see. Yep. Hopefully, they're going to be super pumped about this, 
but they may also be apprehensive because they're like, wait, hang on, how much do you want to discount? Yeah. You know, and if they do the math, it's just like, wait, hang on, that discount off of what we normally do. Wait, hang on, this doesn't make sense. It's yeah. like, okay, no, no, no. <laughs> like, yeah, you could summarize it like define your objective. What, right. What's the metric you're going after? What's right. the thing you need to hit? Right. Et cetera. You need to discuss with them your margins, yep. right? Yep. Uh, so, depending on your business, you may have hard margins or you may not. If you're in a service business, like, so if, if you're a consumer business but it's a service then your margins may be pretty soft yeah uh and you're able to like move the price around significantly uh if you're selling a product that is physical somewhere you're gonna have some really hard margins and you're not gonna be able to go you know above or below a certain range and Mm -hmm. so you should know all of this going in so you're not like going to surprise your finance person when you go in right uh, you also need to discuss with them what the goals are look like. So they're going to ask you for a forecast, essentially, and you should hopefully be able to provide that. Mm-hmm. Now, I like to tell them, hey, this is what I think I'm going to do, but this is what I want you to put in the forecast because I like to have upside. <laughs> uh, some would call that sandbagging, but all right. You could call it sandbagging, okay. but also, you know, especially if you're about to do something for the first time, uh, it it's sort of covering your ass a little bit as well. A little bit. Yeah. Give and, me some... Yeah, and they're up. usually down for that as well because everyone likes to t- turn in good performance numbers. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine your funnel as a water bucket. Uh, prospects come in at a certain rate. They convert at a certain rate. Uh, running a sale is essentially speeding up that conversion cycle. You're emptying the funnel uh, and converting as much as you can. So this would be, uh, you know, particularly relevant if you're, say, like running a bunch of retargeting or you have a longer sales cycle. You're basically going to try and take everyone that is in process and convert them as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, will this work? This is more in reference to the playbook that we're about to share. Mm. Um, this is our Black Friday Cyber Monday playlist or <laughs> playlist uh, playbook. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're literally about to do this, um, and I have airdropped this into other brands that our parent company owns, but are technically competitors, and have beaten their best numbers as well mm-hmm. so like yes i know this works so i know it works too i've done it <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> um all right moving on so uh item number one in the playbook creative uh basically the goal is to create a distinct visual difference uh from normal so your shop will, shoppers will know that something special is happening uh, you know you could uh theme the sale to like reinforce your brand but again being visually different so it's something different so if they've been visiting again you're, con- you're converting that water bucket so mm-hmm. if they've been seeing your site then you need to like Show them something they haven't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. You could leverage holidays. You could make stuff up. Uh, but it is important that you make it relevant. Uh, we once did a sale that was a talk like a pirate day sale. <laughs> Gee, how'd that one go? Not well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Right. Uh, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> so it's got to make sense to your customers. Um, you know, Something to think about, like if you're if you're business to business, like what are the calls to action? So if you if you go download this deck on stillunsponsored.com and you look at the creative that mm-hmm. we're showing here, it's a lot of like making the call to action bigger, making it flashier, you know, creating that visual difference. Yeah. So if you're business to business, like ours is always like convert here, right? Go down this funnel. 
what is the business to business call to action? Like, is it submit a lead or is it, Hey, we know you're in progress. So let's pull you down a little bit further. Planning your objectives, planning your objectives, getting them all figured out. You know, I actually wrote about this on Forbes.com, kind of making sure that all your touch points are relevant. And, um, you really You're published in Forbes. I'm published on Forbes. Wow. I actually wrote about this topic not too long ago. Like the Borgor song, like, look, mom, I made it to Forbes. And basically, <laughs> I'm on Forbes. Uh, but I wrote about this, uh, actually, this this very topic as well, kind of just planning for your promotions. And uh, you really need to make sure that you think about the user experience all the way through, whether it's mm-hmm. email, whether it's the website, whether it's text messaging. It all needs to kind of align. So I... I can't see the deck in front of me right now, but I kind of envision where you're yeah. going. And um, so hold on to that email thought. Consistency is key. Period. Whatever channel key. you're talking yeah. about, it needs to make sense. When we get into the execution segment of this, let's come back and talk about like cool. you know the way that your creatives work on it. Yeah. Uh, but you know, speaking about creatives, uh, you know, I have a note in here: passionate creatives make engaging art, right? So if your creative teams into it. Uh, it's going to be a whole lot better. <laughs> Let them lead the ideation, right? So basically what I do is I bring them into a conference room and I say, hey guys, we need to run a sale around this time. You know, I, I've got flexible dates. Hopefully I've got flexible dates. <laughs> uh, what do you got? Mm-hmm. You know, and then the crazy ideas start going, right? So you got to steer them away from, uh, you know, talk like a pirate day. Uh, but when they come up with like the killer idea, you're like, yeah, go Go do it. Who came up with that idea? <laughs> the same guys that came up with everything else. All right. Yeah. yeah. Look, they can't all be winners. Sure. They've done these a lot. Sure. All right. <laughs> um, all right. So discounts, special offers. Um, if you're doing this, the whole point of doing this is getting the numbers to move significantly. Um, so y- y- you got to do something that is going to move them from shopper to buyer it's got to be you know if it's a cyber monday thing it's got to be better than the competitors so basically you're not just standing out from your competitors you're standing out from yourself so you need to think about that when you're designing the offer what is really 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 going to move people down the funnel i don't again not to interrupt i know you got you got your flow going on no, here. go for it i'm just thinking so kind of a tactical pro tip might be if you have some time uh you might be able to a b test kind of what what sale works? Open up to a small, very small segment. See what works with it, and kind of go from there. I would totally recommend yeah. that. Actually. I actually wrote about that too, not in Forbes, but yeah. somewhere else on uh, affiliate feedfront. Yeah, uh, doing more with less with A/B testing. So check right. it out. Right, yeah. exactly. Well, and if you have to do this frequently, then you'll you'll learn what works right. better than others, and right. so you'll you'll you know. Uh, Cut and paste, you know, so you don't necessarily want to cut and paste all the time. We're going to get into what this does to your, your brand. Uh, But, um, you know, having a good idea of what works and what doesn't is, is invaluable. Turn your watch off. Uh, Okay. Hang on one moment, please. Uh, There we go. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, I probably have other devices that will make noise as well. Uh, we're, you know, this is a normal podcast occurrence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Next create urgency. So, uh, timers, you know, yes, maybe some blinking lights, you know, tastefully. <laughs> right. Uh, but again, all about creating that visual difference and, you know, really driving that. Urgency. Yeah. I, I love timers. Like timers work really well. Yeah. It's one of the conversion tactics everyone uses. Yeah. That works. It, well, and that's why, like, we were talking about in the last episode, like, 
why do I get the same, you know, uh, email from the BD guys? Like, well, okay, obviously it works on someone. Yeah. So they keep using it. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Limited time, uh, you know, in terms of creating that, we're, we're going to go a little bit deeper into the, whoa. <laughs> that was you. That was me. I whacked the microphone. Uh you know, tell them when the sale is over. This, I think, is something that's like debated by marketers. And I know that we internally have this debate all the time, which is, uh, should you tell them when the sale ends or not, right? Because if you tell them when it ends, they might decide to procrastinate until it does. Yep. So, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of telling them when it ends because I feel like it creates that rush. It, can you create the, you know, the next question is, can you create the sense of urgency? So anyone that has real inventory has a huge advantage there because you they'll say we're doing this until it's over while supplies last while supplies last right so that's that triggers that like the customer's competitive instincts so anytime you could use a countdown timer or like number of offers left Mm -hmm. that would be another way to like really drive that like you know that innate prey instinct (laughs) you know (laughs) or predator instinct yeah um one of the things that we do that's pretty crazy is flash sales inside sales. Inception sale. Inception sale. Yeah. So we'll be doing a, a Black Friday sale and then we'll call out a couple of hours. We have it planned, but to the customer, it's like, oh shit, it just rolled over and it got even better. Mm-hmm. Right. And then that's very limited time. So we don't necessarily have a timer for Black Friday. Like everyone knows when Black Friday is. It's one day. Uh, but then it's like, oh, this is a, you know, a flash sale inside Black Friday for a super crazy discount or one product that's just like on hella sale. Mm -hmm. Like that, those are so much fun because those are when you like actually break your, your like hourly sales records. (laughs) For all those SaaS customers. (laughs) Got it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, You know, yeah. For anyone. Um, One of the questions, you know, we're going to get into execution here in a little bit, but one of the things to think about is how fast can your emails deliver, Mm -hmm. right? Because you're going to want to be emailing people to let them know that this thing is happening. Uh, So, you know, you're you're going to at some point need to experiment before the sale, sending a whole base email and checking out like the interval between, you know, delivery and not. Yeah. Yeah. Or when it lands in the inbox and people start to start to open it. So planning, uh, pick your time wisely. Um, again, another thing that gets debated is like, when should you run the sale? Should you run it on your best days, or your worst days? And I, I firmly believe you should run it on your best days. Hundred percent agree. Yeah, because you, you. <laughs> uh, someone recently encapsulated it nicely. They said like, well, if you're running a sale but no one knows about it, you're just giving away your margins. Yeah. And so, like, you need that traffic, right? And so you need those eyeballs, and you need those eyeballs to tell other eyeballs. And so you have to run it on your best days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And times. And times. Yeah, exactly. Don't run it in the middle of the night unless you Go. have a certain site that operates in the middle of the night. <laughs> Go to analytics and look. Yeah, like, it'll tell you. Know, yeah, well, so insight, you know, for us, um, because our customers know that the Black Friday is happening, like, midnight on Black Friday is huge for us mm-hmm. um whereas if we did that at any other time of the year no one would give a shit until like 10 a.m it's explicit now it's gonna be every time Zach. <sighs> we made it so far this time <laughs> <laughs> we made it 15 minutes before i said shit no i'm pretty sure when we roll no. the tape okay 
one day we'll have one that's not. All right. <laughs> so generally, there's two types of promos. You know, the type that you plan: Black Friday, birthday sales, semi-annual sales, and then those that you don't. So it's like the the oh. Need to make our numbers. Expletive deleted. <laughs> we got to make our numbers, right? <laughs> yeah. And those tend to be a lot more chaotic. Um, so the real key to success here is like integrating everything across all channels. So execution, right? Pro tip number one, email your customer base. Uh, your customers are most likely to come back and buy more. Sure. You know, uh, they are also most likely to tell others. Like, they're your biggest fans. They're your advocates. They're your advocates. Mm-hmm. Um, it might also be a really great time to remind them about your referral program. Bingo. <laughs> right? Yep. Like, we're talking about integration here. Like, you know, email your customer base, referral program, affiliate program. Speaking of referral program and affiliate program, mm-hmm. email your partners. Open the promotion up to your partners so they can help you close business. Um, our next episode is going to be about affiliates and value-added uh, resellers and stuff like that. Uh, you know, so if those guys have access to audiences that you don't, you definitely want them, you know, pushing for you. Yep. Uh, you got to give them early. This means giving them early warning. So they can't find out about this when, you know, when the rest of your customers are finding out about it. They're just going to be like, all right, cool story, bro. Yeah. Uh, and do nothing. So, you know, you need to you need to email them well ahead of time so they can get their campaigns ready. Another thing to do would be negotiate even better deals with the partners. So, you if you're worried about margins, you might go to them and say like, "Hey, I'm about to like crush your close rate, but at the same time, if you want to take advantage of this, I got to lower your commission." Yeah. Uh, you know, and a lot of times they'll be like, "Oh, well, what do you think the conversion rate's going to be?" Like how much more money do you think I'm going to make? And they'll be down for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you're telling them you get to sit this one out, and they're going to make no money. Right. <laughs> so, so take your pick. Yeah, take your pick, and they're 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 going to want to make money. Yeah. Or they're not very good partners. <laughs> another topic for another day. <laughs> topic for another day. B two B guys, what's your sales team doing during mm-hmm. this time? Uh, you know, especially if you're one of those businesses that has both a sales team and uh, uh, e-commerce side. So. Give them special sales-only offers so when the customers call in and be like, hey, I saw that you had a sale. You're like, yeah, not only do we have a sale, but there's something you haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the offer that we have. Um, so, you know, again, using your sales team to do what they do, which is... Maximize all your touch points. Exactly. Yep. Um, you know, make sure that your sales guys are working during the sales hours. Also a plus. <laughs> right, also a plus. No one so, likes a voicemail. You know, we talked to like Black Friday going live at midnight, right? So your sales guys aren't working or maybe they are. I don't know, you know. Um, but like you plan that out ahead mm-hmm. of time. Um, and, you know, plan on also hitting your pipeline, right? So if you're a B2B business and you have people moving through the pipeline, it's, you know, we talked about emailing customer base. But maybe you should also be looking in Salesforce or your CRM and say, okay, who's in this stage of the funnel and what can we do to move them from here to there? Yep. Um, and and align all of those things. Yep. Make sure they have the, the right assets to leverage that as well, obviously. <laughs> Naturally. Uh, so, you know, here's what we're saying. Integrate across all channels. You want this thing to blow up when it hits, you know, when you hit the button. Um the you know social content ppc affiliate all of that everyone 
pushes the button at the same time. So if the sale goes live at midnight, everyone on the marketing team is awake at midnight, you know, unless they can automate it. Um, and it all goes live team bonding activity. <laughs> of course, most of us also stay up for the next hour to see what happened after yeah. we push the button. <laughs> Thick and thin. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But it's usually a fun thing. Yeah. Like it's usually a, a team bonding moment, not yeah. just like, Hey, we're all at midnight and this blows, you know, it's like, okay, we put all this hard work in and now we just push the button. Let's see what happens. Ah! Yeah. Uh, I kind of, buried the lead for this one but you know a uh a sale without an influx of traffic is just giving away margins so you again best hours align all your channels you got to make sure that that's like going for you in the right direction yep so pulling it off perfectly step one we talked about this let your creatives go wild you want them to be passionate about it so the the art is awesome um write the requirements as a whole team so after the creative team kind of has their concept, we bring everyone into a room and we say, okay, what does everyone need? Our creative team puts together an asset pack that's going to cover most of the basis. And since they've done this enough now, they kind of know what everything is needed. But since you have everyone in the room while you're writing those requirements, if your social media guy says, hey, Facebook just rolled a new ad unit and I need this. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually, and I don't need it static. It needs to be video. Mm-hmm. Or actually, can you do an animated GIF this time? You know, you capture GIF. all of Oh, God. We're not going down this right now. <laughs> uh, then you go do the work. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to... No, I'm not going to give in. <laughs> GIF, Zach. GIF. <laughs> trying to keep you on pace. You're keeping your toes. <laughs> yeah. Do the work. Push the button win for the record i think it's gif too not gif but yeah i know because we're like normal regular yeah. people that learned how to sound out words but they said it was gif who said it was whoever don't worry all right continue okay. yeah yeah, yeah. That, this is a topic for another time <laughs> <laughs> all right so when you're getting ready to do this uh you want to do like okay step before win is do a dress rehearsal so especially on the bigger sales that have like a lot of moving parts uh we bring everyone in and we hour by hour go through what's moving when. And especially like, you know, two weeks out, it's like, okay, you know, the front end development team's delivering this, and then QA's doing that. And then we're, everyone's gonna chill for two, for a week because it's all gonna be done and we're gonna relax. Not. Uh, <laughs> and then it's like, okay, we're two hours out, these affiliate emails drop, or, or sorry, let me rewind. Yeah. A week out, like yeah. this affiliate email drops, then like, two hours out this email drops like this is when the customer base emails go okay now we all push the button at midnight this is one of those meetings where you definitely need to bring donuts to it yeah uh the slide for this uh has a picture of like the second most attractive person in the world behind yours truly thanks yeah. i appreciate okay sorry that. sorry third right, oh, right. Okay. <laughs> there's the hosts of the still unsponsored podcast and then there's George Clooney. <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah. Hey. So, you know, picture the Ocean's Eleven guys, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when or any bank heist video when they're like, okay, and then this happens, and then mm-hmm. this happens, and then this happens. That's what you want to do. Do that. Plan to commit fraud. Don't do that. <laughs> it's a perfectly legal venture. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, track your sales hour by hour. So this is after the sales launched. Keep the performance in one document. 
so you can refer to it later. Step by step, day by day. <laughs> right. Well, so it's going to be super helpful to know, like, you know, okay, are we on track versus last year, or are we doing better or worse? Like, are we on track versus our previous mm-hmm. sales this year? Is anything wrong? It's all or, about the numbers. Or is it going well? And then after the fact, this is going to be very helpful for when you're planning the next one and you're like, okay, at this hour, this thing that we did worked super well. You got a baseline. You got a baseline. Mm-hmm. And you, you know it, everything that happened. Yep. So that, you know, that promo tracking document is something that I look at like a couple times a year, but it's invaluable mm-hmm. when I do have to look mm-hmm. at it. So we talked about funnel. After the promo, uh, the funnel is going to be deleted or depleted. depleted. <laughs> Not deleted. I knew what you depleted. were thinking. Depleted. Yeah. Uh, we call this hangover. I don't know. Is there any other name for it? Sale hangover? Yeah, it works. Uh, it's going to take a while, depending on your sales cycle, for that to fill back up. Well, and the reason for that is because everyone who is, you're, you mentioned it before, you're pushing people along in that funnel. Right. And so you pushed them over the edge and now your funnel just kind of <laughs> fell right, off. Right, exactly. We emptied those water buckets. Right. Yeah. Right? And so now you got to put the water bucket back and let it start to fill back yeah. up. Yeah. So if this was B2B, you know, that problem would be particularly acute. Or if your sales cycle was like two weeks, mm-hmm. you know, like most people that are pulling this off, their sales cycle is going to be like, you know, a couple of hours or like two days. And so, you know, they'll have one day of low sales following the sale low you know gross revenue performance following the sale but it won't be anything that would impact yep. you know overall mm-hmm. or if you're b2b you know it's like okay you know it was the end of the quarter and we did this and so we know like month one at the beginning of the quarter not only are all, all our sales people on vacation but you know <laughs> like we also emptied the funnel yeah <laughs> so keep trying yeah exactly okay so uh this bonus section is called uh managing your success and uh i have it in here like the allegory of the successful marketing manager uh who through good intentions kills their brand (laughs) oh yeah so you know it kind of goes like this like your phone rings you're like hello and the executive's like we need you and you do that (laughs) put me in come on zach it to us put me in coach ready to go <laughs> exactly and you do it right you do everything that, that i just outlined right and you kill it right so then a short time later it's like ring okay exact hey can you do that thing again and then you have a decision to make right you can either say put me in which is a path that leads to addiction or you can say hey i'm not sure that's really a great idea because we need to think about our brand equity at this point so don't get addicted. Uh, customers will start to expect your sales and they'll make buying decisions accordingly. So that hangover will be permanent. A permanent a hangover. A permanent hangover. Mm. But it'll be worse than a permanent hangover because Ugh. you won't convert anything unless you're on sale. So, you know, you don't want to be JCPenney's, Kohl's, J. Crew, like any of those people that have their customer base like perma addicted. Um, you know, your leaders are going to get addicted. Um, and eventually this will change your brand sooner than you think, sooner than you think. And if you have to get out of this, you're going to have to go cold Turkey and it's going to suck. Like Mm. it's going to suck so bad. So, you know, again, uh, you know, you get, pick up that call. You're at the decision point. Like, let's talk about preserving our brand equity. Um, the sales need to be used to enhance the brand. The sales need to be used sparingly. You know, the sales need to be at unpredictable times, 
um, you know, use the sales to get people excited. So Nordstrom semi annual annual sale, REI. You know, like one of your favorite stores? Haven't been in one. <laughs> okay, well they have uh, an anniversary sale where they send out a twenty twenty five percent off coupon. Yeah, that's great. Twenty uh, percent off coupon, and people wait for it. Coupon, right? Coupon, coupon. Okay, uh, Best Buy, Target, Walmart, Black Friday coupons. Yeah, or just Black Friday. Yeah. So not coupon, coupon. We got to work on some of your alliteration and pronunciation <laughs> here tonight. <laughs> that's that's what we're gonna do. Yeah. Okay. So. That is it. <laughs> the next step would be, do you have any questions? Or do you want to just now go subscribe to the Still Unsponsored podcast? Next time on Still Unsponsored, we'll be talking about... Uh, what will we be talking about? I don't know. Oh, I know what we're talking about next time. Uh, next time we're talking about uh, doing... You know, finding good affiliates uh-huh. or partners uh-huh. or value-added resellers uh-huh. or, you know, whatever. Uh, this is, again, a preparation for another uh, presentation I'm giving at, at Affiliate Summit, which will be like, I think the, the name of the title is like seven tips to get your affiliate manager to throw money at you. Cool. Yeah, I know. Like, how clickbaity is that? It's like a clickbait button. Well, follow us at stillandsponsor.com. Leave us a review. Uh, that was a rough transition, dude, but leave us a review. <laughs> I'm done with this one. <laughs> You're done with this one? Yeah. All right. Do you have anything else to add? Uh, follow us on social. Okay. Cool. Well, and with that, Zach's enthusiasm, we're done here. Thanks, everyone. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye.